you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Hi and hello, football fans. It's your old pal Dave, Dave Damashek. What's going down? I hope all's well wherever you are. Welcome to the Dave Damashek football program, presented as always by McDonald's. How do you say that in England there, Handsome Hank? <laughs> McDonald's. Well, you do, you nailed it. <laughs> get your game, ta- uh, game time goal, get over there, peel. Then text and see if you win. You could win tickets to Super Bowl 50. You could win a half a million dollars in cash. Instant prize giveaways. I apologize to you guys and to you, the audience. I was a little tardy in arriving up here in Studio 66 to do today's show because I have to pepper in the back of my hair there, you see. I'm bald, you know. I I make no secret of it. I see nothing. Yeah, right. But now, I know, it's remarkable what we can do. It's basically a 21st century toupee. So anyway, thanks for bearing with me. Hey, welcome to week 11. It's upon us. We're going to make our red challenge flag picks for you. Of course, the wizard of picking football games, Football Baby, has his picks for you. After a tough one and two week, so Mm. close, though, to really having his most glorious week of all. Two overtime losses dropped him. Anywho, so we're going to get into all that and the return of one of our very favorites here on the DDFP, Terrence Newman. It's been too long. NFC Defensive Player of the Week. I know. Looking forward to catching up with him. We've got a star in in the building. Let's say hello, first of all, to the two people joining me in Studio 66. First of all, way over there. To my far left, you watch him give you all the news on NFL Network. It's Patrick Claybon. What's the poop, fella? Just a great day, Dave. Is it? Yeah, because I'm up here hanging out with you. I got red challenge flags in my hand. You got spirit. Oh, I thought those were Alabama Crimson Tide uh, towels that you might want to wave now that they're in the Final Four mix. Oh, by the way, you just saw MJD. That was a good little tease back there at the top of the show there. If you want to know what Maurice Jones' true favorite movie is, you're going to have to watch the previous Ah, episodes. Yeah, that's right. You can find, we're going back. We've been back and forth all season on YouTube now. Full episodes will be available once again. We took a week or two off from 
from doing that and we were putting them up in segments. We appreciate you clicking into the segments individually and or to the whole show. If you want to listen to it, you can go to NFL.com or you can go to iTunes or Stitcher. There are so many ways to consume the DDFP. And also, you can go uh, to NFL.com to watch the full episode. It streams at 2 p.m. Eastern every Tuesday and Thursday. So if I so if I shilled enough, let's say hello to the man seated to my immediate left here now, all the way from London, England. It's a big game coming up for him. Super Bowl six rematch against Ooh. the Dallas Cowboys. It's handsome Hank, everybody. Time is of the essence, handsome. I would love to hear your review of Spectre. I know you've seen it. <laughs> we, we should do that sometime. It's, it's, a, it's a James Bond movie. Every James <laughs> Bond movie I've ever seen starts with Bond. You've gone too far this time. We're putting you on the shelf. And then, and then, Spoilers, then, then the movie, then the movie happens. It's true. He <laughs> is. You know what I mean? He's always like, Bond, you've done it this time. You can't work for us anymore. And that seems to be the start of That's every not movie. the way the NFL seems to work most of the time. Like, I guess once in a while you do have those ne'er-do-wells slip through and then uh, the season or at least a game is entrusted to them. But it is weird that that the uh, British intelligence right. world seems to lean on this guy who doesn't play by the rules. Yeah, you need to take a vacation, Bond. Yeah, it's right. It's like, okay, uh, while I was on vacation, I killed eight people, but it's... Good it gives them deniability. It's sort of like... Yeah. I, uh, Jerry Jones maybe is involved in that. It seems like he, he likes to entrust uh, some yeah. guys that don't exactly always play by the rules there. All right, let's get to it. Like I say, we have uh, the ele- uh, week 11 awaiting our selections there. As you can see, the viewers at least can see, Football Baby has made his picks. First, though, presented by McDonald's. Who are you loving? I'm going to start with you, visitor Patrick oh, Playboy. I get to go first. Yes. I, I am loving one Antonio Ramiro Romo. Getting a chance to, to make a return. Ramiro. I yeah. didn't know That's that. That's right. Antonio name. Ramiro. I had no and, idea. Yeah, this is a guy of multiple names, multiple talents, and his team has been dreadful uh, without him. If you add up Matt Castle and Brandon Whedon, they've got seven losses between them. Backup quarterbacks as a total in the NFL only have 17. I like that. We're comedically starved as a society, <laughs> however, that people have made so much about his tweet that invoked Major League. All right, settle down. It was yeah. cute. It wasn't. Hi, comedy. Is this, is this major league slander? I'm, I'm hearing. No, no, no. I'm fine with it. I just didn't. That people went, wow. That was really something that Tony Romo quoted a movie. Everybody. Anyway, handsome Hank. Who are you loving? I am loving the fact that Carson Palmer, who is going back to play uh, against the Bengals for the first time since he got traded away from there and had that like big bust up with Mike Brown. People don't quarterbacks and, and owners or players and owners generally don't have bust ups. And instead of doing the cliched, you know, um, you know, it's just another game. He's like, yeah, I want to win this game. I didn't like it in Cincinnati, and I, and this means a lot to me to win the game. And I just like the fact that he's doing that. He, he's sort of going away from the cliche. On the other hand, Jay Cutler is going back to play the Broncos for the first time since he got traded away from there. I'm not sure even Jay Cutler recognizes that he played for Denver. Yeah. Oh, wait, what? what? Who we got? What else? Oh, I remember. I'll be there. Yeah. I'll show up. A lot of the folks involved in that decision are, are gone, but I don't think yeah. Jay really is going to get that fired up about anything. No, right, exactly. <laughs> no, I, 
I've, I've not, I, yeah, I've yet to see the the circumstance that gets that him. That will get him, that get him enthused. And, You'd think this might be it, but I'm pretty sure it's not. Carson right. Palmer, by the way, I don't think we gave him, or I know I didn't give him enough credit on uh, on our earlier show this week. That drive he put together, yes. up against it. Seattle, yep. two straight drives. He's turning the ball over, really goofy, awkward, kind of fumbling right. and throwing, dropping the ball. Foot. When it came off his foot. Not like... getting helped by his O-line at all. They were they, He was under siege, and then he drove them right down the field. That was the greatest drive of the season and really swings the NFC playoff picture because it really puts the Seahawks in jeopardy. I will say, and by the way, of course, we have uh, on the other side there, we have Andy. We're not. He's not the Red Rifle anymore. Yeah, uh, of course, Andy he's just Andy. He's not worthy of a cool nickname like Red Rifle anymore. Was Andy it, versus cool. Carson. Was it, was it cool kind of cool. nickname? Yeah, I think no, it was. I don't that. know that he was worthy of it ever. I'm loving the DDFP All-Stars. Yes, we track those who we get to talk with and, and uh, who we enjoy kibitzing with here in Studio 66 and seeing how they do in on the gridiron. And it was a banner week in Week 10. Mm. We mentioned Terrence Newman with the two picks. Jarvis Landry caught a touchdown pass. In that game, and I stay, and I said it, and I'll say it again now. Oh, here it is. If you're looking at the video in Philadelphia, that weird deflected ball that he caught in the end zone is going to cost the Eagles a playoff yep. spot. Our man AJ Hawk got a sack in what looked right. like a big one. It didn't end up winning him the game, but still a big one there. Deshaun Goldston housed one. He uh, picked it off and ran it in there. A safety. One of our safeties. That's right. Yeah, we really need our full roster yeah. laid out here. And then T new, like we say, with not one but two picks. Hashtag DDFP. Join the conversation. Let us know what you're thinking about, what you're looking at, who you're loving in front of week 11 and perhaps after. Now let's get to very important stuff. And like I say, our picks are important. But really, if you want to make winning picks any week, you want to see what Football Baby suggests right. to do here. He got into, he has a new car. His um, oh, there we Momo go. and Pop-Pop got him. Is that him what up. he's been doing with all the money? Yeah, that's from, the reward from, for making all Well, actually, I don't want to, it's, it's like a, I don't know if it's a recruiting violation or what, but Momo and Pop-Pop got him a car, and uh, he loves it. So he made his picks from the car this week. Take a look. Week 11, everybody. Football baby. The baby who picks football game. Did you notice the grapefruit in the back? He always yeah. drives around. I don't know why that's his thing. <laughs> oh, I do too. Oh, do you? Yeah, you always, always have, have one back there. Right. In, have in some the citrus. Yeah, why not? The car is definitely an impermissible benefit. By Handsome. Way. Next <laughs> show. Let's show a picture of your uh, your children, your offspring. Right. I'm starting to get the sneaking suspicion that, in fact, I am not the father. <laughs> <you can laughs> they, they do look. They do look. I suspiciously have no. Alike. Look at me. I'm swarthy looking. I'm not flaxen haired, but your children all are. In fact, football baby looks like he might have come from your loins. Disconcerting stuff. Yeah. We'll have to break that down at a later date. Maybe we but, could do a DNA test at some point in the future. Hey, don't kid yourselves, though. He's 53 and 20, people. Right. I mean, he knows what he's talking about. He's 22 and 7 on the season, mm -hmm. so you should pay heed his word and uh you know he like i say two overtime games last week that he lost otherwise he'd be even better but still pretty good hey the dolphins and the cowboys are playing each other something that we've been doing here is we like to obviously debate who's going to win the actual game but if you break it down and you reduce the teams to their mascots to what they're represented by a lion or you know you know you know what the teams are there's dolphins I know the teams, and yeah. yeah there's a cowboy like mm -hmm. there's six shooters so we, we, we considered it this time. Literally, what if a cowboy fought an actual dolphin? <laughs> Who would win that fight? Take a look. Let's get ready 
matchup. With matchup. In one corner, standing five foot eight, sporting a ten gallon hat atop his head, his trusty six shooter at his hip, and an unironic mustache on his lip, it's a cowboy. In the other corner, floating eight feet long, entering with superior swimming skills and a shrill singing voice, it's a dolphin! Here we go. By the by, a tip of the old white hat to the good guy, Cowboy, who'll greet in advance to meet the dolphin down Rio Grande Way, or Red River, or some other body of water, see? Classy, partner. But it's unforgiving by the dolphin, who delivers a magnificent seven flipper shots to the side of the cowboy's head. That six shooter's no good in the water. In fact, it's just weighing that cowpoke down. What's he got in the other hand, though? It's a fistful of dollars, and he's now stuffing them into the mammal's blowhole. Ride him, cowboy. Who's a fish out of water now? Down goes dolphin. Down goes dolphin. I'll tell you, I'd love to see that one again, even if it costs a few dollars more. Boy, that play-by-play -play guy made a lot of puns there. He really yeah, did. He, he yeah. loved it. Yeah. Yeah. He made a lot of. Uh, it's a blue. fair fight, I think, in the end. I'm not sure that the Cowboys should have really been uh, touching anyone's blowhole. Go ahead and yeah. say it, there, handsome. <laughs> Go ahead and say what you said. Uh, you had you had a little punch-up to offer, a little too late, but still. Well, I, I suggested that if it was in the sea, what the dolphin would do is offer to give the cowboy. A, everyone wants a dolphin ride. People people sure. go crazy for that thing. Take the cowboy out to sea, all the way out to sea, and then just say, "All right, good luck getting back again." And this then is, that's how you win. This is a fight. startling murder plot by yeah. this dolphin. Yeah, well, yeah. they're very intelligent uh, animals, you know, Patrick. Uh, dolphins are no joke. They're they're no dummies. I, I see this more of like a self-defense thing because uh, the cowboy is obviously used to wrangling animals and, and mammals, but yeah. now you know the dolphin has a chance. But to I speak. see th this is a cowboy who's on vacation in in Mexico or something that's you know that's, that's had this opportunity to ride a dolphin. All right, keen analysis there, and we're going to get some keen analysis on the 2015 Minnesota Vikings right now. Then we'll come back. We already talked to him, Hanson and I did, our old pal Terrence Newman. Then the Red Challenge flag picks for Week 11. Let's take a look at our conversation with Terrence Newman. Ah, oh, looky here, handsome Hank. He is currently the NFC Defensive Player of the Week for those two interceptions he had in the East Bay. But more importantly, a dear friend of the DDFP returning after so long away, Terrence Newman. What's the poop, fella? What's going on, fellas? I've missed you guys. It's Not good to see you. Yeah, the Englishman, handsome Hank, is here to see you if you'd like to greet him with your British accent. Hank is so always so well dressed. <laughs> Thank you very much, and so are you. Sporting the I appreciate the it. Hey, so muzzle tub on that uh, on those two picks up there. That was uh, quite a thing against Derek Carr and company. I appreciate it. I mean, I got to thank my D line. They got some pressure up there, and uh, they've been doing that all year. So I, all I had to do was catch it. <laughs> well, good for you, and good for the decision. The last time we spoke, you had decided to stick around, and you went up to Minnesota. Right. And so we, I don't think we've actually talked to you since you put the purple uniform on. Has all worked out for you up there? Are you happy with the choice you made? Yeah, I'm more than happy. I mean, I got uh, got my favorite coach here and, you know, got some more favorite coaches. We've got an excellent coaching staff here um, and, and a pretty good team. You know, we've been playing well. So, I mean, with that, you can't be you can't be dissatisfied. 
How much has been going up with Coach Zimmer going up there? How much has it been you actually being a, kind of a coach with, with some of the players there, knowing his scheme so well? Um, yeah, they leaned on me quite a bit in um, you know, OTAs and uh, training camp because obviously I've been in a situation um, where I played for Coach Zim for several years. So it was easy for me to kind of, you know, just help out with some of the young guys and tell them what, you know, what exactly he was expecting from us. Yeah, it's funny. I now I had forgotten that when we also last spoke, we kept talking about we lamented what is taking so long for Mike Zimmer to get a shot as a head coach. I guess right. it's working out. I guess we were all right that uh, that he is cut for the head job. Well, obviously, you see that um, the guys that didn't hire him a couple years ago, you know, they made a mistake. And um, I'm sure, you know, the people here, they're ecstatic to have him here. Um, I'm ecstatic to be playing for him and, you know, all is well. Do you realize that when you got to the league in 2003, there were iPods, and in 2015, we're now on the iPod. What is it even? The iPod 5 or it's 6? It's not an iPod. It's an iPhone. iPhone, Ooh. I should say. That's weird to think about, isn't it? Puts things in perspective. I didn't think about it until you just brought it up. <laughs> um, I, think, I think we're on like this, the eighth generation I, uh, iPad now. Uh, what? Technically, I guess it would be like the seventh eighth generation iPhone now because they got the S's that come right. out with it as well. Yeah, right. So I'm j it just makes me sound younger, I guess, with the, the S. I think, listen, I think it's a badge of honor. You know, what, what do people want more than anything in any career is longevity, and you have it, man, and you just won the defensive player of the week, no less. It's not like you're hanging in, you're, you're barely hanging in there. You're a key member of a team that might just win the NFC North. Well, I mean, I, I just... I take it as I was the one that got uh, the award, but technically my defense, you know, they, they earned it. So that just gave me the, the put my name on it, but my defense earned it for sure. Speaking of, uh, speaking of your team, the first team you were on, 2003, I asked uh, the producers to dig this up for me just to see if you could remember. The Dallas Cowboys of Ought 3 has some pretty interesting names on there. Quincy Carter was your starting QB. Tony mm -hmm. Romo was a rookie in camp with you there your wide receivers this is a good trio antonio bryant joey galloway and terry glenn and your tight end well not your starting tight end but one dan campbell what was dan campbell like dan campbell was an intense football player <laughs> hard-nosed tough guy that worked hard every single day um, definitely learned a lot about his work ethic and um, anybody could appreciate a guy that comes to work every day and brings his lunch pail Handsome, and you, uh, you know, now he's coaching Handsome Hank's favorite football team That's down right. there in Miami. That's right, and doing a nice job as well. But it must be strange seeing a guy who you played with suddenly elevated to, to head coach. You want to talk about feeling old? That's when you feel old. <laughs> when, a guy you played with, when a guy you played with is now a head coach, that's exactly. when you feel old. Is that going to be you? Uh, I don't know about that one. Um, Hopefully, I got a couple more years before I have to decide that. So it'll come to a point when I do have to make that decision, though. Well, listen, we also are saving a, a chair for you here in Studio 66 right. when you choose to join us as well. Yeah, I, I wouldn't mind a, a seat next to you guys. Well, we got, you know, we, we now have. We have Ike Taylor and Maurice Jones-Drew, you know. We'd love, to, we'd love to see T. New join us as well. Hey, I'll be there. Just keep, me, keep my seat warm. We'll do that, yeah. Hey, going into to this week's game against the Packers, that's a team that's won, I think, the last four NFC North titles. With, with them perhaps not playing as well, or at least that's what everyone's saying, as they have been, do you guys see like a little 
opportunity to, to get the Vikings even further ahead of them uh, and, and maybe in the race for, for that NFC North title this year? Well, I think every, every day you wake up, you have opportunity. You have opportunity to be a better person. You have opportunity to get better at your job. You have an opportunity to impact somebody around you. So, I mean, with that being said, I think every day that we, we wake up and, you know, able to play the game of football, we have an opportunity to get better, you know, as a team, uh, individually, collectively. Um, so that's the same, same, same mind frame we're going to take into this weekend. And, you know, we want to just win a game. I, I like how when Handsome says title, Title. You have a chance to win the division title. 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 The Tennessee he sounds like, uh He sounds like a tall Napoleon. <laughs> I got to win the title. Yeah, you know what? You know, you say uh, keep your seat warm. It's about to get cold up there in Minneapolis. You ready for that, T. New? You, I mean, listen. I hope oh. for your sake you get to play some home playoff games this year. If everything breaks right, I'm rooting for that. But are you ready to be, uh, I don't know how cold it gets up there in January. I'm from Kansas. I've had all types of weather. Yeah, it gets true. cold in Kansas, so I'm definitely ready for it. Um, we got seven more games and, you know, play a regular season games. They could bring whatever they want to. We'll be ready for the cold weather for sure. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, I always think that uh, the, the Vikings should always be outdoors. It's a, what a home field advantage, especially all these southern teams coming up to you. Imagine the Falcons or Panthers. They'd be completely out of their depths playing in, uh, in sub-zero temperatures. That would be a, I, I think that would be a nice move. Well, I, I think that uh, the fan base here uh, brings uh, an advantage in its own. These, these fans get loud, and they love watching us play. So, you know, that's, that's the advantage that this team hopes to have, you know, when – uh, you know, see the next seven games, you know, playing at home, definitely. Uh, we've got some great fans. I hail you again for your, you know, for how long your longe- for your longevity in the league. Do you know the year you got to Dallas, Del Curry had just retired from the NBA. Now his son is the best player <laughs> in all the NBA, Steph Curry. How about that news? Oh, shot to the stomach. <laughs> you just you just had to bring up like or are you trying to make me feel old today? No, these are compliments, T New. These are good I this gave, is good thing. I gave you a compliment saying it looks like you lost fifteen pounds and all of a sudden <laughs> you gotta you gotta poke me with the old jokes. Okay, I see how it is. I see how fa- fast I've fallen from grace. This is praise, Terrence Newman. This is not the, these aren't the, these aren't old jokes. So let's talk about uh, a key figure who it, who skews a little younger right now, Teddy Bridgewater. What uh, you know? Everybody when he got to the league with the glove, is he wearing the glove? Is he not? Whatever. But ever since then, obviously pretty productive for you guys, and you guys have been winning a lot of games with him. What's uh, what's he like as a guy? I mean, he's a really really humble, um, very hard nosed, hard working guy, uh, very cerebral. Uh, you know, doesn't make mistakes, you know, make sure that uh, if our team has to, you know, there's something that doesn't work, you know, that we're able to punt. Um, you know, I, I like him all around as a football player, but he's even better off the field. Is, uh, is Terrence Newman, look at the man in the mirror, is Terrence Newman having a good 2015 season? Um, I think me personally, I, I, I judge it on the team and you know, by our record, I think that, yeah, I would say, yeah, but you know, I'm not definitely not satisfied. Um, a lot of football left to play and, and can get a lot better for sure. Look at the look to your right. This guy's giving you the eye right here. The, the, the Viking guy, he's staring you down. Turn to your <laughs> turn hard to your right. Look, he's staring right at you. Yeah, see, look yeah, at that. He, 
He takes no BS. That's yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's for sure. Look at look at that face. You can see that. Yeah, I like that. That's a yeah. That must be intimidating to your foes. Good luck, Aaron Rodgers. That guy's waiting for you. You know. <laughs> and Terrence Newman. Oh. Right. Exactly. Don't scare him though. He might not like that. <laughs> I have one more for you. Terrence Newman, you've been in the league so long. Pierce Brosnan was James Bond when you joined the league. Now Daniel Craig is done with his run as James Bond. He's done three movies and says that's it. How about that? I think they're both great actors. And, I mean, <laughs> you know, women like both of them, so either way you can't go wrong. I mean, you, you got to go through uh, – there's four seasons in a year, so there's always going to be some change. Do you think you could be the next James Bond? If, yeah. if Daniel Craig's done, do you think you could just slide straight into that role? Heck yeah, I could be James Bond. They just need to sign me up today. Let's well, let's hear life. a little like Bond, James Bond, shaken not stirred. Bond, James Bond. I like a vodka martini, shaken not stirred. Oh. I think yeah, they'll write you straight in. Handsome, that's up to you. You're, yeah, I think I, you're I, the one who gets to vet get, the next James Bond. I get one of Bond. the votes. Yeah, I get one of the votes. And, and you but do I need the, the English the accent now. though? Yeah, do you I need, need the to, accent. Well, though? you've got the accent. We already know that you had it, so that you, you've already completed that part of the role. Now you guys love embarrassing me. I get it. It's cool. <laughs> well, we're that's friends a... like you. Hey, we're friends like you. Who needs enemies? <laughs> well, if that's the case, Terrence Newman, we embarrass ourselves exactly. times ten. Exactly. <laughs> well, at so, least it all goes around. Yeah, that's exactly right. Hey, we have the big pie off coming up uh, tomorrow uh, next week. What's your favorite kind of pie? You know what? I really don't eat much pie. What? Um, I'm dead serious. Cake. Um, I indulge in a little cheesecake from time to time, mm -hmm. but I try to stay away from the sweets. Oh, I see, Terrence Newman. All business. I like that. Keeping yourself nice and fit. Red wine is my dessert. I like that. That's right. Yeah, I enjoy some red wine. I like it actually not me. just for dessert. Hey, last, que me. last question, Terrence Newman. I'm a big fan. I don't care what, I, you know, I, these are not jokes. Uh, these are not shots at you. I hail you for your longevity, like I say. Where does Terrence Newman, though, rank himself of all the people he knows? Not as a football player, as a, as a human being. Are you in your own top five? Are you in your own top Because I always say I'm, like, in my own top 25. Yeah, see, I don't rank myself, though. That's the <laughs> thing. Like, I think that's for other people to do. Um, I've met some great people. I continue to meet some great people. So, um, you know, they've impacted me, and I've impacted them. So that's the way I look at it. I mean... Uh, if you surround yourself with great people, then, you know, you can't go wrong. Who do you like better, you or Handsome Hank? Um, I think I'm going to take me just because. You should. Uh, Good choice. Yeah, just because it's me. I mean, I can't not like myself. <laughs> exactly. What about, uh, what about you or the guy to your immediate right that we were just talking to? I'm going to take, he's got a sweet live ass beard. I got to take, <laughs> I got to take me still, though. I gotta still take me. I wouldn't mind seeing you with a uh, with a big blonde mustache like that. Yeah. Though. That and might be plot. a good look. <laughs> hey Hank, say that again. A, and a the what? Plot. A big blonde what? Mustache. Mustache. <laughs> I don't even know what that word is that he's saying. A big mustache. blonde mustache. Mustache. Oh, mustache. Okay, yeah. I get now, it. Now we're all on the is. same page. Hey, Terrence Newman, we're all on the same page with this. We're rooting for you to uh, stay healthy and keep on playing the way you're playing out there, and we wish you and the Vikings great success the rest of this way. Get up there. Go man up now on those Packers receivers. That's what they're doing now. Press them at the line, right? I appreciate it, my fellas. Mazel tov. <laughs> <laughs>
Muzzle tub to you, Terrence Newman. Like what like uh, like you asked, we'll keep a seat warm for you here in Studio 66 whenever you're ready to join us full time or even for uh, for you know just a day out here in Southern California. I'll see you guys in the off season. All right. See you soon. The great Terrence Newman, everybody. Go get them Packers this weekend. Good to see our old pal T New there. I don't know if he loved the old man jokes as much. I don't think he did. I don't think he did either. But you know what? I say what I want to people, but if you say it back to me, that's when it becomes an issue. A lot of people have that policy. In, in, yes. Yeah, in my narcissistic worldview. All right, let's get to it. Get ready to sing. It's time for the Red Challenge Flag Picks. Red Challenge Flag Picks. All right, well done, both of you. Good, you. Uh, good work there, Claybon, as Thank well. And let's start, like I say, Packers, Vikings, NFC North, big one. How say you, Claybon? NFC North leading Vikings. Really? Well, in that case, <laughs> all right. Straight away. Fire right out of the gate. I love seeing the flash of red. So look, I don't know what's wrong with the Packers. I think everyone spent a lot of this week guessing what's wrong with the Packers, but. They, I mean, of all the games, this is one they have to win. They can't let the the the, uh, the Vikings take a one game lead in that division. Well, practically, they have to stuff the run. They have to take away yep. Adrian Peterson. If they do so, then they're in good shape on that front. And then it comes down to Aaron Rodgers. And is he going to lose another game here? I'm sure he's sick of hearing about it. We haven't heard any R E L A X out of him this week because I think there's a legitimate reason for concern here. Nevertheless. I saw, I'm sorry to be like that old school kind of uh, cynic, but let's see the Vikings do it in a big spot, and then I'll swing to right. their side. The Packers it. have dominated until somebody knocks them off head-to-head in a big spot here. I'm going to continue to ride with uh, the schedule. The schedule hasn't allowed them to relax, and they've played the Panthers and then the Broncos, and those are two good defenses, and now they're going up against wow. the, number, the number two scoring defense in all, all of pro football. So. I hear you, but the Lions so was gonna, a little inexplicable. Well, yeah, that, that's an outlier. Yeah, that's weird. 24 years. Well, yeah. all right, now there can't be any outliers left no if they still want to win exactly. the division. Handsome Hank, next up. Fascinating tilt. You mentioned the Jay Cutler factor, not mentioning Brock Osweiler. You know Broncos, what? Bears. It's Brock Osweiler's birthday as well. And on John this Fox, game? On this game. And John Fox is going back to uh, to play his former team as well. B.O. That's right. It's, a, it's everything. I am going with the Bears. Ah, I was hoping you were saying the Brocks. Yeah, there you go. No, no, he, he baited us with the, I did. the birthday stuff. Yeah, The Broncos. I, I, I can't be the first to say that. The Broncos. The Broncos? The might Denver Broncos. Yeah, I've Very never good. heard that before. All right, go ahead. I, I, I've got the Bears as well. All right. I'm going to be the one who says uh, the Broncos. B.O. is going to do it. Let's remember, throw it all you want. <laughs> Let me tell you something. Don't forget that, uh, that this team is 7-2. You know, it's not like uh, the the defense has suddenly vanished and they get a keep to lead back after the one week suspension. The Bears are playing reasonably well, but they're not world. They're playing leaders. pretty well. I know they are. I'm going to take the Broncos to bounce. Our friend back. Bucky Brooks uh, wrote a good piece on what why the Bears' offense is working so well at the moment. And he was great on the podcast earlier this week. Dig that up, breaking down Brock truth. Osweiler. Next up, Bengals, Cardinals, Andy Carson, Claybon, choose. Cardinals. I think that, yeah, I think it all works out pretty well for, for um, Carson when he goes back to play the Bengals. I agree. Well, he doesn't have to Faces go back. The they have Bengals. to come to him, and that's good news. And I think who should really be nervous about this one is one Andy. 
Andy loses this one, it's going to be the conversation's going to get even more momentum and it's going to start getting sideways on him. I don't know about, well, maybe he wins this game. It's not like they have no shot in it. But if we're all right and the Cardinals win this one, it's another week of Andy, what's Andy, going on? What's it's a two game yeah. losing streak and all that. Yeah, sort. and by the way, the Steelers are catching up. Yep. It's a conversation that Andy's had to deal with for a pretty long time. Yeah, he's, yeah, and he's never dealt with point. it very well. We, as recently as, uh, as Monday night, he didn't deal with criticism very well. D.C., Carolina. Handsome, how say you? The Panthers will win this one. <laughs> yeah. I, I, why, I don't think it's a gimme. <laughs> I don't think it's Carolina. a gimme. Like, well, who picked this one? Because teams lose football games. No, I wouldn't be sure. Yeah, you know, no. nobody goes undefeated. That's Only a, one team. It's a reasonable did. argument. Yeah. One team has gone undefeated. Yep. So you get, you know, if you want to play that, uh, play those odds, then you uh, DC might be a. The game. fact that that's the best argument you can make. For <laughs> I'm not. Well, I'm not. I'm not going to make it. I got Carolina. But Losses exist. Kirk Cousins against that. It's going to catch up to Kirk Cousins. Mm-hmm. But great victory by him with his uh, his ailing uh, dad watching him in DC. So I'm happy cool. to see that. Next up, Dallas Cowboys, Miami Dolphins, Super Bowl six rematch. Claybon, how say you? Yeah, you know who I'm loving is I got the Cowboys in this game. Tony's back. Answer. I'm afraid Antonio Romero is not going to be winning this game. Yeah! Oh. See, that's loyalty, that's Hanson. Lo- that's not loyalty. Loyal. I'm thinking with my head as well. I believe that, that the Dolphins... Uh, yes, they get Tony Romo back, but the quarterback's first game back is not going to be... I don't think he's going to be like Tony Romo again. He's, he's going to be finding his way, and, and the Dolphins haven't well, played that badly recently. I hear you, but it's not. It could just be rust, though. I think he right. would have been ready to play. I think he's been yeah, ready be to go a little bit for. Well, okay. So the rust factor, the rust factor is perhaps and the legit. Dolphins' offense. You know, they. I. I look back at that Eagles game again. They didn't play. They. They got down in a hole early, and they definitely can't afford to do that against the Cowboys. But the offense got things going pretty quickly after that. How about that? We didn't realize it until we talked to Terrence Newman, Dan Campbell versus his old yes. team yep. too. How about that? Right. High comedy. You want. You want something that I think would be funny is for Tony Romo to do the major league bit and then get uh, and then get whipped by four touchdowns. <laughs> that, that would, would make me laugh. Yes. Why everybody else guffaws over him doing a movie quote. Terrific. All right, I'm going to take the uh, Cowboys in that one, though. Sorry, mm-hmm. handsome. Lastly, our Monday night game. By the way, nobody has been giving enough credit to the Thursday night and Monday night games. Everybody loves to belly. Oh, these games are all so, so crummy. Uh, you know, not this year. They've been a lot of good ones. Only a couple bad ones, a really. Fact: this yes. is the, Tonight, Thursday night, is the hundredth Thursday night game. Okay. I was shocked by that. That's a, I, lot, of, that's a yeah. lot of games. We got here quick. We I imagine a lot of people will be hearing or watching this after the fact, but I, my eyeballs are not excited for. No. I don't know Color what. Color rush. To, I did. We didn't react to it properly, though. Maybe I'll have to do it on next week's Sheck Report. But do go look at the Sheck Report on YouTube. It's still up there for you. It was a good one. Um, but I, 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 it's going to be interesting. I should have addressed the uniform issues from last Thursday night. A lot of people making Christmas jokes with the green and the red. I didn't find it as repellent as perhaps I should have. But tonight has a dangerous, yes. dangerous more on vibe the, to More it. on the Jag side? Or? Well, that all gold. I don't know how that works out. Is that gold? I don't know what it is. It looks like they're, it looks like they're uh, Academy Awards. Yeah. Living uh, <laughs> Oscar Awards. Bills, Patriots, handsome, choose. Take a guess. You're going with the Patriots. Yes. Oh! Yes! I'm doing this. I'm doing this This is the bloodiest red challenge flag in some time. This is one of the biggest. everywhere. Yes. The offensive line, Deion Lewis, Julian Eldridge. Eventually the injuries are going to catch up. 
they, they have to, and mm -hmm. they have to have some sort of impact on Tom and what he's able to do. It took him throwing for more yards than anybody ever has against Rex Ryan for them to barely squeak away that comeback attempt from the Bills in week two. I think the Bills are better than they were then. That's why. But Rex is going to overcook them again. They're going to be super overexcited about the game, and, and it just won't work out. But he's taking a page from, you know, he's complimenting Bill Belichick, so he's been effusive in that regard. It's very like Lou Holtzy or somebody <laughs> else. Oh, we got to, I don't know, got to show up for this one. Rex Ryan usually has more bravado. I kind of like this new thing that maybe he, he downplays it on, uh, to the public. I don't know. Maybe this is a new Rex, I'd a more say, effective but, but, I mean, Rex. That is old, we know what the old Rex is, so no one's right. buying the new Rex, right? I will take the Patriots as well. Because Understandable. I say, well, but the only reason I'm doing it is the same reason I took the Packers. Practically, you're 100% right. The Bills have a, every chance in the world to go in there and steal this game and turn the football world upside down by, uh, by knocking down Tom Brady here. We know he doesn't like the pressure there. All right, Handsome, you got to run. So you go, and let me just Thank tell you. you real quick here, thanks for joining Was Handsome, and we will see you, and maybe Claybon, and maybe Black Tie, and I know Emma VP <laughs> for Pie Off 4. Dan Don't Hanzus, miss it. I'm coming for you. Next Tuesday, the two-time <laughs> champion, Dan Hanzoos, the reigning champ, really the ladies' Hanzoos. He, he instructs them to, to do his right. bidding, and he has them make a pie. Hansa made his own pie, a delicious treacle tart, way back in the inaugural pie-off. We'll see what he has in store. A lot of storylines. Emma VP has promised some sort of a crisp Black tie. I don't know if he's going to show up, if he's going to do his annual bit of no-showing. Yeah, the 7-Eleven the, uh, pie. That, Jamaican know, beef that, patty. That's something. That was an ugly. That was an ugly event when he brought a Jamaican uh, meat pie from. So Jamaican beef patty, Shaq. Meat patty. It was Jamaican a Jamaican beef patty. Oh. Delicious. Never had it. I well, I, I did have it. I had one <laughs> bite. And I shan't have it again. As a result, you've not had one, Claybon. No, I've I've yet to indulge. This in is going to be, this is going to be, we, we've had to go out of this studio to bigger digs. We're going to do it out on one of the fancy TV stages because of all the competition. I'm, re I'm ready for this. I've got some pie ideas all right. and uh, I want to be a sleeper pick for somebody. Well, I mean, I, I, I don't know. I can't call you a sleeper. I have no idea what kind of baking you're capable of. That, that makes me a sleeper. The big trick here is <laughs> There's only a committee of one who votes on this. Right. So I like when people show up, the arrogance to show up with like, no, 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 my apple pie will change your opinion on this. I don't like apple pie. No. I'm the voter. Don't you have to please me? I'm not going to pander to, you know, common sensibility. I'm here to pander directly to you, Dave. I'd like to announce my new sleeper pick <laughs> 2015, Patrick Claybon. I like where your head's at, kid. You got a good shot in this one. Thanks, bro. Hey, real quick, before we let you go, because uh, we always are so rushed with you, just real quick, I hate to put you on the spot, but uh -oh. we've been talking about Final Fours here, and I know you're a big college football guy. Lay on, uh, lay us, uh, give us your Final Four as it stands. As it stands right now, um, Oklahoma State would be the four pick. I, I'm not really excited about a Notre Dame-Clemson rematch. Me neither. And, and then we can keep the top three the same. They have Alabama and Ohio State play again. Let Clemson and, o and Oklahoma State go at it. And Not that it makes a difference in the way they stack them because they'll send the two and three against each other, but right. Alabama should not be ahead of an undefeated Big Ten team. I, Ridiculous. They're, they what? lost the game to Ole Miss, no less. I, I don't understand bringing like a conference into it, though. What like, do you why, mean? Why does it have to be an undefeated Big Ten team? Why not like 
are you, so you're talking about because it's Ohio the same State? as divisions because it's the because the college conferences equal NFL divisions. That's it's well, that's I mean, the we, structure we that's NFL imposed teams on it. That, that play the entire division twice, you know, home and away. I understand, and, but there we get more structure versus this kind of. All right, but but by the same but by the same logic, an AFC South team gets a playoff spot whether they deserve it or not. But they're still going to be ranked lower than the Patriots if they you know if they finish fifteen and yeah, one. No, or whatever. Would, That's the same logic applied here. Alabama lost the game in a good conference, but either way, they well, have a they're lower down, and therefore they should that should be reflected in how they're seeded. Whether or not it was a conference game, I mean they lost the game, so. Too bad. They Decent, but not great team yeah. in their home joint. Anyway, all right, so it's fun talking college football. That's heating up as well. Football, football, football. That's what we talk about here. We also talk about the game called Life. What's that, Black Tie? Uh, we asked MJD last episode about his favorite movie. Let's get Patrick Claiborne's favorite movie. Oh, that's a good call there. Yeah, I like that. Go ahead, lay it on us. Well, the favorite movie is Terminator 2, Judgment Day. Whoa, that's, that's a, a good choice it's a, it's a, it's a there. Pick. I mean, it, it used to go back and forth between Return of the Jedi and Judgment Day, but... Uh, honestly, when I'm looking at it, it's it's Judgment Day. That's my favorite movie. So that's interesting. So two sequels, right? Are, are are you know? To me, I always respect and and I understand Empire Strikes Back is better than Star Wars. New Hope mm-hmm. probably stacked up against each other, and Lord of the Rings, the second one, The Two Towers, is better. Yes, probably on the page than the first one. But I have great respect for the originals when they stick their necks out with what the picture is, with yes. what the what it is. Imagine both Star Wars and Lord of the Rings. When you see they they have a bunch of extras running around in silly costumes out in fields and all, yeah. all that kind of stuff, and you get so into it. I mean, it could easily have gotten ridiculous. So you could no. be laughing and making jokes. How many bad movies with silly outfits do you like? This is an embarrassment. I don't want to look at it. But you are so into it. And they they uh, bring you into to that universe, and you're and you're all in, and you don't even think about. Well, I'm a grown human being watching other grown human beings running around in silly costumes. It deserves our respect. It it does. And and thinking about it, the reason that I like those movies as sequels is I get the payoff that was promised in I the see. first movie, and so I get to realize Luke is a full Jedi. I get to see the at that point at that before we had 17 sequels after that, the idea that Skynet had been defeated in the past by John and Sarah. So You're a completionist, yeah. and I like that you ignore what came after those Terminators because then they get off the rails. But as I've said many times, Terminator 1 and 2, if you... I mean, listen, you can't go and see those movies and then complain like, well, time travel's a silly idea. Then don't go see the movie. Right. But if you're going to invest and go and sit in the movie knowing it's about time traveling, that movie is airtight. Those two movies. The logic that they employ is airtight. You can't find a loophole in like, well, if he could go back, if the T-1000 could go back, right? You know what I'm yeah. saying? No, you're going to have a causality discussion in any time travel movie. There are a lot of but movies, though, you watch. They possibly could. There are a lot of movies where there are loopholes, and you mm-hmm. say, like, well, that couldn't happen because then that, how would that get there? But the, the logic of Terminator and the time travel is uh, is remarkably uh, is remarkably perfect. Then, like I say, T three and whatever. Yeah, other we just pretend that didn't happen. Yeah, that's how I like to do it. Same goes for the fourth installment of Indiana Jones. <laughs> don't you know? Don't it's not funny. Yeah, 
That's not something to laugh about. I, I just I do it just out of an uncomfortable sense. Yeah, like oh, I'm, you're need, pretending there's a, yeah. a a fourth. There's there's some joy in that, you know, there's but no, but there's no, no joy. joy. That makes me feel it's sad. You know sad. what's gonna make me happy though? Pi off four. Yep. Join us on the other side of week eleven. We'll also try and take some time to break down week eleven for you. But of course, pi off the big star coming up next week. In the meantime, thanks to Terrence Newman. Black tie, Emma VP, everybody behind the glass. Uh, oh, you know what? Gangbusters work to Keith Black and to the goth kid, Matt Gothard, for their work on that uh, on that great uh, literal matchup. Yeah, They've been really working good. a lot on those as well as our animators here at, uh, at the NFL. I think those things are kind of cool. Yeah, I like those. Nice. I think in the offseason, big battle royale between all the... Uh, between all the mascots. All right. So like I say, back for more action on the other side of the weekend. In the meantime, thanks so much, football fans. It's been a thin slice of heaven. Freeze this. <laughs> Find out more on the next DDFP. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.